Oh. Oh, I think we're in. We're live. I think we're live. We're live, pal. Rod and Skeptics and other people. I've got to do this again. <laughs> well, this is, a, this is a first. We've gone live on the Pro Wrestling Roller. Yeah, that's probably so the only time we're doing this. Could, yeah, this could be the very last time we ever do it. Um, let's have a look and see. Is this mic working? Hey, it's working. All right, well, that's, it's all good so far. So, yeah. so far, so good. Everybody, welcome to the Pro Wrestling Roll-Up. This is TMOF Wrestling. I am Russ. I'm Ash. And we are going to talk about a few different things today. Yes. Shall we start off with the big thing we've got to announce? What's the big thing we've got to announce? We're going all in. Yeah, we are, actually, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yes, that's that. Yeah, we're going to talk about All In. Uh, we've got our tickets. We are All In. We are All In. We're going to Wembley. Yes, we are indeed. But uh, the question is, is, are we going to go to Money in the Bank? I'd like to think we could, if the ticket prices are correct. <laughs> they're correct? Yes. What were they? Why would they not be correct? Because they're like 250 quid. <laughs> they're a lot of money. We'll also be talking a little bit about Backlash. Obviously, it's old news now. We yeah. don't talk about old news unless we decide we're going to talk about old news. We are going to talk about old news, but we'll try not to hammer on about it. We'll try not to, but we will. <laughs> we will. We're also going to talk about AEW's uh, announced new show that will be airing on uh, Saturday. I think it'll be live, won't it? Every Saturday collision. Yeah. It's uh, Yeah, because it starts on the 17th of June. Yes, it does. Day after my birthday. So now you know my birthday. Is that meant to be a plug? Or Yes. No one gives a crap about your birthday. I nearly swore. We're not going to swear. We're going to be. We're going to keep this really clean. Yes. Maybe. Wait, we'll see. As a show, yeah, well, you can. As the show goes on, uh, comments are on this first, again, first time we're live, so this is all new to us, so we're going to be experimenting as we go along with this one. Do feel free to pop along some comments. We'll read them out. Any questions, any um, abuse? We'll <laughs> be sure to read it all out. You definitely. For, for anybody, but yeah, well, let's let's go through it then. So for everybody joining us today, if you are a returning listener or watcher, thank you very much for joining us. If you're a new listener or watcher, thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> Love to have you along. Yeah. Right, let's go into it then. So all in, we've got the tickets. Um, when it's first announced, Tony Khan obviously announced that uh, we knew that AEW were going to be coming to the UK uh, initially in 2020. It was supposed to be the original plan. Yeah, what it? was it? Um... Full gear. Was it meant to be full gear? I think it's I right. thought it was meant to be one of those like specials that they did. You know, like the um, oh, right. you know, like Road Rages, but like yeah. those sort of things. Uh, and the original, I think, thought process was it was going to be Craven's Cottage, which, of course, is the uh, home grounds for Fulham, who the Khan family owns. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they haven't gone for that because that's kind of a pain in the ass to get to. Yeah, it would have been a nightmare to get tickets for because it's only like 24. 5,000 around that. 25,000. But that is what you probably imagine AEW would have, right? So Yeah, they've gone big. They've gone really big. And it looks as though it's paying off. So nobody would have thought, obviously, you know, with everything that happened in 2020, it all got shelved. We heard nothing about it in 21, nothing about it 22, until all of a sudden, yeah, here we are. Wembley Stadium, 90,000, essentially. Around about, yeah. including the floor seats and everything else. But big stadium. It's, it's The capacity is much more than Principality Stadium, which is obviously where uh, WWE housed Clash at the Castle last year. Which we went to. Which, yeah, we did. I was uh, there, were you there? Yeah, I was, yeah. Mm. Well, I was a bit closer than you. Yeah, you were. We got there eventually. 
Yeah. Well, you you did. I got there way too early. Yeah, you was there very early. We got there pretty much as it was starting. So <laughs> it was that. But yeah, this is a uh, it's a lot easier to get to Wembley for at least for us. Mm. Um, you know, you got the train to get straight there. The location's great. Wembley Stadium, though, it's it's mad that AEW's been able to almost sell out. What are the tickets at the moment? Is it 70, 60 odd, 65,000? It's got it's pushing 70,000, I think, as of right now. Obviously, right now being uh, 17th of May. So we've still got a couple of months to go as well. I, yes. I really can see them selling it out. It was three months. It's late August. Yeah, I reckon I reckon they will. The way they've gone about it with the speed that these tickets have gone, I, can't, I will think it will be a big sellout. Yeah. How many of it is America or the rest of the world? Don't know. But... I imagine there's some people that might come around. It's like we always joke about, you see some of the guys that go to the WWE shows, right? Yes. No matter what show you watch, there's always like the same one or two guys that are always in the same sort of seat yeah. for every show. Because You it, always get them. Um, when it was Puerto Rico or Backlash, the green shirt guy that goes to every WWE show was there, and everyone made a big deal out of it because everyone thought it would be a like 100% Puerto Rico or Spanish-speaking crowd, but no, I think there was... Well, it was largely, but yeah. yeah. You're going to have, obviously, the travel from anywhere in the States to Puerto Rico is going to be a lot easier than uh, flying over to the UK. Oh, definitely. But yeah, they have nearly sold out, and that is much to the surprise of many. Um, and admittedly, I think when they first said, you know, we're going to go for Wembley Stadium, my initial response was, and it's nothing against AEW, but WWE hasn't even gone for Wembley. They turned Wembley down, apparently, was the report. Yeah, apparently the report was that Wembley weren't offering as much money as Cardiff did. Yeah, so, and money talks, right? So Yes. Um, but, yeah, my, my first reaction was, Wembley Stadium, that's a big, that's 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 reaching really high. It is. But um, th- I suppose there are factors that you have to bear in mind. And one of them is the novelty of it. And, that, and again, it's nothing on AEW. There is factors that are strictly because of AEW. The novelty of it is that we are a little bit deprived of wrestling over here. American wrestling we're deprived of over here. The British wrestling scene is really great. There genuinely are very good promotions over here. But you're spending a lot of time watching WWE. You've grown up probably with WWE. There are people, hardcore AEW fans, and those are going to be the ones that are going to splash all of that money Mm. to go to this show. Um, You know, I think that the novelty side of it alone, it's wrestling in Wembley Stadium – the first time wrestling's been held in Wembley Stadium since SummerSlam 92. Two. But obviously that was a different Wembley Stadium. Yeah. So, uh, but Wembley, Wembley, Wembley. So it's it's still at Wembley, right? So there is that. I think the other thing, though, this is something that people aren't really talking about, but it is 100% a factor. The tickets to buy, to, to buy tickets for AW All In has been infinitely easier than it was for the WWE shows, specifically yes. the Money in the Bank coming up. It's kind of a nightmare. It is. Trying try to get a ticket for – because it'd be hard. Obviously, it's going to be harder because it's O2 and it's a smaller place. I'm trying to get a ticket, even for, like, trying to get the SmackDown show as well, I think would be difficult. So the, the problem is with um, with the Money in the Bank ticket. So when they first got up on sale, you do the pre-registration, so you're notified, obviously, when tickets go on sale – I think if I've got the order right, when they first went on sale, we were looking at kind of more of the VIP packages. That was mainly what it was. It was mainly like your package deals, and they're really good deals, mostly. Yeah. But you've, you've got, you're got you talking quadruple figures. 
that, like it's, it's the cheapest was like one thousand something. It's I think like that. it's a lot of money. Now, yes, it gets you front row seats. It gets you meet and greets. It gets you this whole kind of experience, which is fantastic. Again, because of a novelty of a show coming over. It's not just a novelty for AEW. It's novelty for WWE too, right? So, um, it is great if you've got the money. But we're <laughs> cost of living crisis. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're scared to put your light bulb on. I can't really... Well, it's not quite that bad. But you can't really justify um, spending all of that money to, to go and watch no. men and ladies in pants knocking each other about. No. Uh, just to people go there, uh, to comment on here about has UFC been there? No. They only do O2, maybe go up to uh, Manchester Evening News, but O2 is the, basically the only place UFC done. But Yeah. Because... We don't have like a big name apart from Conor McGregor, but he's Irish. You can't say there's a British fighter that can sell Wembley. Michael Bisping at one point. I don't think he would have sold Wembley though. I I would give it if it was the right if it was the right opponent. You can say that about anybody. Yeah, I think really. But Bisping was kind of you know he was the he was a big name. I think he a was lot a more than name, people give was, credit for. It, I don't think I don't think you ask anyone name a UFC fighter. Bisping would be in the first name probably not even the first five McGregor would have been definitely the number one probably john jones but the thing is as well though it's not usc's way of looking at it is is going to be different isn't it and so i suppose to because the card that you're booking is different like you don't necessarily need to cater you don't necessarily need to cater to a home crowd no because they had like go back to usc again they have done english shows back in the day when it was probably like one british fighter Mm. And they were like mid middle of the card. Like the first time they came to the UK, the main event was um, Matt Hughes versus Carl Newton. None of them were English, but it was at Albert Hall. Yeah, and there was one British fighter, and I think there were British fighters, but there was no like big name British fighters at that time. Well, now, so yeah, but that, but I agree with that. Just because, just because it's in your hometown, like if if the big fight isn't with one of your hometown guys, then I mean the, the your big money fights are on yeah. the, the, the big money is on the big money fights. Well, so you're not going to necessarily, well, GSP would regularly work, uh, fight in Canada. Yeah. Anderson Silva only had like, when he was at his prime, probably like two, maybe three events at Brazil. Yeah. Where him headlining. Which is bad. I mean, he's like pride of Brazil and that, and that was yeah. a, a long streak of, Dominance really for and Silver. So you think in all that time that he was really at the top of that division, um, yeah, really should to only have was it genuinely only three in Brazil? It was back like, to, back, it was back, when he was champion. Oh, okay, when he was champion, I was gonna say. But there was all, there was all, loads of events in Brazil at one point. But because they had like Jose Aldo and mm. they had um Han Barral, they had a lot of Brazilian fighters. We've had for a long time it was basically Bisbing, maybe Dan Hardy. In the UK or England, at least, or that would like challenge for the belts or like the biggest draws. We go we now with Paddy, Paddy the Baddy, but I don't, he wouldn't say they, that would be a Wembley. That would be like probably Anfield, but O2s, yeah. I mean, those kind of arenas are typically that's where you you find the sporting events. Wembley's just there's there's a reason when wrestling's only been held at Wembley once and yeah again the difference being is that you you can't you booked that whole show the, the world title pick the world title is not even in the main event for it for that SummerSlam you no. know because you're building it around the hometown guy British Bulldog going against Bret Hart who 
you know, intercontinental champion, so mid-card champion at the time, but still arguably, you know, probably the best on the roster. Yeah. You know, in terms, well, the most over, one of the most over at that time, certainly getting there at that point in the early 90s, isn't it? Um, but well, this is the thing about this show is, are we expecting the main event to be a British person challenging like MJF or whatever? I don't think it needs that all the time. Like, it, it, doesn't. it doesn't. If the story's not there, then it, you know. Because who did you clash at the cast from Wales when the headliner is um, Scottish? The idea is because it's UK, though, isn't it? Like, it's easier to collectively put everybody together as the UK. It makes sense. Yeah. but it's... It, does, it, it makes sense, but it's just, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, it is a factor. But Wembley Stadium um, alone is is a big deal. But the, the but the tickets have been... And, that, and I think that, again, it's hard getting these tickets now for Money in the Bank because... Money in the Bank is going to be held from the O2 Arena, which is only going to be around, like you said, 25,000. I think it's less than that. I don't, I don't I'm, only, well, I'm, I'm kind of catering for the fact that the floor seating, because you can make a bit of room on yeah, the floor. Yeah, because that's the thing about Wembley. It probably could hold 100,000 if they could. Yeah. There's probably certain regulations in place, though, isn't there, it? There be, like, be. From a safety aspect. Because you imagine that the biggest crowd in Wembley could be AEW, not like the FA Cup final. That's mad. And WWE, would, it would force their hand. They'd have to come to try and beat that that record they'd have to oh they, you know they would they'd, well the fact they're doing um is it battleground the same time as um double or nothing oh is it i think it's like the same weekend oh that's a busy weekend for predictions isn't it i'm gonna win anyway so i don't care oh, i just don't want to slap you be live on stream <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's but it's tricky because you've got less tickets. That you, you were looking at um, over sixty thousand at Principality Stadium, and even then, I yes. got my ticket like really late. And the, the biggest, the biggest issue with it, and it's not really the promoters, it's not uh, the venue, it's Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster is the ultimate evil of the, um, well, I, I suppose of the performing artist world. Really, whether you go and see a concert, sport, anything that you need to get through Ticketmaster. They've got the monopoly, and mm. they can just up those prices to ridiculous amounts. Like Blink One Eight Two for the reunion tour, you were looking at as soon as those tickets went on sale. Did you see how much they were? Didn't you say it was like two hundred quid? Two hundred and eighty something pound. Yeah. That might be a little bit over, but it was over two hundred pound. That's mad. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean like, I'd, 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 I'd go for nostalgia, but two hundred odd pound—that's a lot of meal deals. That is. That's a lot of meal deals. I tell you that. Which meal deal? Much, well, but if you fancy it, you can. Mm. You've got your cup card. That's true. Fifty p off. Yeah, and actually, I've been this. This would be my second time to this to Wembley. First time was Metallica, like two thousand and seven, and where I stood is probably where the ring's going to be. Yeah, I was around, I was around the half raid line when I watched Metallica. I've never been to Wembley, ever. Any of the. I never went to the old Wembley. I've been to Wembley Arena to see some 41. Ah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, um, that is, it, that's a big factor. It does play into it. it. It doesn't help either with the WWE tickets is because they've done most of the... After they obviously did the VIP packages, mm-hmm. they've the only kind of way to go was they're holding SmackDown on the Friday, of course, every Friday, but they're holding SmackDown from... Uh, the O2 arena the night before. Yeah. And so you had to then 
get tickets as a package. So you go to SmackDown and Money in the Bank. And I wouldn't have minded doing that necessarily, but a lot of people are working. You know, we, if we say the average job is Monday to Friday, yeah, you know, I ain't going to be able to get there for, for SmackDown. It ain't going to happen. No. I only wanted the ticket for Money in the Bank. Now, it is important to mention, obviously today, 17th, they, WWE announced this morning um, for the UK fans that any tickets, single tickets now are going to go on sale on Friday. So that will be the 19th. So this coming Friday, a couple of days' time, the single tickets will go out. The problem that's going to happen with those is that they are going to go like that. Exactly. There's no way because there's still there's still such high demand. You've only you've got well, again, it was sixty three thousand people in attendance for Clash at the Castle. Yeah, around that, around. And you've got less than uh, half of that now yeah. you, that you could possibly have as a sellout for the O2. It's just very very bizarre. I don't understand why they did O2. Just no. I don't understand it. WWE at this stage could have brought, especially with, you know, because people got really high on the book in, WWE could have brought um, Capital Punishment and it would have sold out. It made more sense. They could have brought December to Dismember back and oh, it would have sold do out. Don't do that. Can you imagine? It'd sell out though, wouldn't it? I think so. I think it like... would. If they said December to Dismember is coming out and it's going to be held in Wembley Stadium and it's going to be Elimination Chamber... Bobby Lashley, get them all back in. Don't do <laughs> Who that. else was in it? Uh, CM Punk. Punk. Okay, that's not going to test. Happen. That's unfortunately not going to happen. Sabu. No, not Sabu. He, he got taken out by Heiko Holly. No, yeah, Van Dam was in there. Van Dam was in. Big Daddy V, wasn't he? No, no. Oh, who said so far? Test. Lashley. Big Punk. Show. Big Show. Big Show. Oh yeah, Big Show. Yeah, same. Van Dam. There's one more. Heiko Holly. You're just saying that. You're just saying that. Holly, you? show, punk, test, RVD, Bobby. Hard Holly was definitely in it. Hard Holly was in it. It was meant to be Sabu, but it took him out. You better not lie to me. Well, that means watching. No, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that. <laughs> I'm never watching that. Unless, unless it's a review, <laughs> I'm not watching it. That was, that was enough to make me just think, do I like wrestling or do I? <laughs> well, the fact they did that the week after Survivor Series. Yeah. And then it was like two weeks later, was uh, Armageddon. It's not the best planning. No, not brilliant, but there you go. Long time ago, though. It is. WWE is on a roll this year, so it is a shame because I think so far all of their PLEs have all been really high quality. Yeah. Top notch. I mean, apart from most of day two Mania, apart from when Robin retained. You have to look at Mania as a show overall, though. And I think overall it was still a very good WrestleMania. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Is what it is. Well, we'll see. We might still get tickets for it. AEW all in. We're going to be there. We're, we're in different seats. We definitely are there. Yeah, we're not going to sit next to each other. No, I don't want to sit next to him anyway. No. No, this is enough. Like, honestly, pains me. Deal with it. <laughs> don't deal with it. <laughs> but no, we're not. We just have to get... You said, because you bought yours off of Live Nation. And you yeah, which is basically Ticket Nation. It wouldn't, let me do, it wouldn't let me do three. But let me do two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I could have done. I, I had to, ironically got mine through Ticketmaster, but I, I've gotten for the nosebleed seat because um, it's like thirty pound. And that's not. But the thing is, that's not. I don't mind doing that because I, I, I can. I enjoy the atmosphere yeah. as well, and I'll be able to see and stuff. But like, I enjoy. I'm the definitely, atmosphere. I definitely know I'll be able to see. It's just. Well, you're you're a little bit closer than me, I think. Like to think you should be because you paid quite a bit more. Yep, eighty eighty one quid. Money to burn, but money that's in actually, the bank. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's about about thirty odd. I... But I got a couple of tickets, and it's going to be the first wrestling show ever. So it's going to be an extra special one for me. But it's the first ever show. I'm going to go with my dad. Hmm. So I think that's that's going to be really cool because we've always like enjoyed watching wrestling and stuff. But um, yeah, we've never been to a wrestling show together before. So that'd be quite a nice experience, I think. Really. Yeah, it should be. But yeah, not everybody's going to want those tickets again. You know, it was on the cheap side. I think they're all gone now. It's only resale ones left. But um, not everybody is going to want that because not every, people, some people need to be a bit closer up to really enjoy it because you want to watch more of what's going on in the ring. And again, you can see it, but it's you know for me it was the atmosphere, especially after Clash Clash at the Castle yeah. last year. That atmosphere was just it's like yeah, kind unreal. of kind of the feeling now that every time like a big show or like any any time you see like. Oh, Real Osprey is going to be at so and so show, or whoever's going to be at this certain show. Like, you want to go now? Yeah. I well, think, I think it's like kind of re um, what's the word? Reinvigorated the love of going to see wrestling again for some wrestling fans. That was pretty good. That was you did well with that. Yeah, I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. That's pretty much it for that, really. Yeah. On the ticket side, there's not really anything else until we see what happens with the tickets, I suppose, which we will find out. Yeah, and obviously we won't know any matches until well after after double or nothing. I reckon we'll get the inc- first inklings of the an idea. Use. So Will Ospreay is going to be there. We know Will Ospreay is going to be there. We know that for certain. We don't know who's going to face. I still say it's going to be him and Omega Two, but it might depend on how the uh, feud with the uh, the uh, Blackpool Come Up Club and the Elite go. Yeah, it's, I, I don't mind seeing it. But the, the other big one, obviously I don't want to do too much speculation because it's still really early and I don't want to jinx it like what happened with Forbidden Door last year because it was yeah. just like, I mean, that match card completely changed, didn't it? But, um, I, yeah, so I don't, want to get, I don't want to speculate too much. However, the, those rumours circulated about Nigel McGuinness filing the trademark for the name. Um, he did put out a tweet about a week or so ago, didn't he? And again, you always have to take this with a pinch of salt because it's, it's wrestling. You're meant to get worked. Um, but he did say he feels like getting on the boots again, you know, when these yeah. ticket prices, the, the ticket sales were going up. Um, I'll be honest, if if Nigel McGuinness has a match, I'd love for that to be uh, Brian Danielson. Um, I mean, if he, has a match, he, if he has a match, he has a match and that's going to be great anyway. But... There's, there's, there's a lot of really good stuff that you could do, and especially yeah. now that we've seen some faces come back to AEW for you know ten years. Well, I said this, <laughs> I said this to you a few days ago. I think it'd be Daniel Bryan versus Brian Danielson, sorry, Ooh. versus uh, Sax Sabre Junior. Yeah, that'd be cool. But they might do that for Bidden Door if. Well, I, I would think they'd probably maybe want to do that for Bidden Door because it's the match that should have happened yeah. last year, wasn't it? But not that what we got last year wasn't. Good. It was really good with it was, um, Claudio. Claudio. But yeah, early days for speculation. I think the only thing we can really probably say for certain is MJF's going to walk in as champ, and I think MJF's going to walk out as champ. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose depending on who he goes up against. But Punk. I suppose a big part of all of that is going to depend on uh, what happens with the latest announcement, which is AW Collision, which is the new TV show that's going to air every Saturday on TNT uh, has been announced is going to air the debut inaugural episode is uh, June 17th. Yes. Um, this is kind of like a brand split, right? Apparently so, but the amount of, but the poster's got all the champions. So it's all the champions going to be on one show. You kind of have to have your champions probably appear on all of them, don't you? Otherwise it's very, it's too similar uh, to, 
WWE. So this is, does this mean they'll have the normal title and have the interim titles back again? Oh, I, I think we're probably over the interim stuff. They don't, they don't, plus, they don't need any more titles, do they? They've got way too many titles. There's a lot of titles, and, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and try and book it. It's not, you know fans you gotta watch it right and just try to enjoy what you like and then what you don't like i guess just it's not for you is it but the only thing is i think it's interesting how it's come about and it's probably the narrative is obviously that collision has come about as a as a i suppose a a way of getting punk back in without it being too much of a it's, it's still such a weird situation the fact that they've also advertised people like thunder rosa and uh, miro and Andrade's on the poster. It's weird, yeah, because the the kind of joke is that it's like it's the people that either wanted to leave or that other people probably want to see gone, and they're all kind of like not all of them, but like there's there's a big bunch of them that are just sort of seem to be ending up over on Collision. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like detention, isn't it? It's like the naughty step over on Collision. So any, any anyone who misbehaves, <laughs> speaks out, goes over onto Collision, and um, I suppose like the elite and uh. Uh, that, again, that's the narrative, but the elite and kind of all of those kind of people will be over on Dynamite. Um, I can see some plus sides from it. I mean, again, you know, when you look back at... There's been some shambles with the WWE draft. Um, well, especially with the world title situation. <laughs> wow. But over the years, it's not exactly always worked, has it? But I, I don't think there's many of us that can say... If you were there, obviously, when this was happening at the time, but when that initial draft happened back in 2002 like that was exciting stuff kind of was it was and as it started as it started to roll and they kind of both became their own shows with their own identities um yeah there was some really really good stuff that happened there so there's always potential and AEW's at that point where they've got a big enough roster they do need almost another show to kind of do it the only thing that's strange is because they they had another show in rampage and it just wasn't no, apart from the first couple of episodes, it just died. It just, itself. yeah, it didn't. The, the biggest thing anyone's ever going to remember from Rampage, and rightly so, is going to be Punk's return because it was perfect. But that was the first five, well, first 15 minutes of that show. Yeah. Well, which it needed to be. And whether you like Punk or not, in wrestling, that's a huge moment. Um, and it was done really, really well. But I think the problem with it again over over in the states, I think it's it's more of a time issue. Like when it comes on, it's that it's um, pre-tape, so people know the results and probably don't care about it. Yeah, the pre-tape thing never helps. But obviously, there's just a lot of content because if you kind of want to watch everything AWA, then at one point you're you're going to be watching Dynamite, which is two hours. You've got an hour of Rampage, uh, hour of Dark, I think, isn't it? Hour of Dark Elevation. But they've gone. They've gone now, and then also. Be in the elite if you if you're going to go into that rabbit hole yeah, as well. Yeah, and then, then there's the what's it called? All access. All all access. Whatever that's called. I mean, it's 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 a lot, but they've obviously they've axed dark dark elevation rampage. From what I understand, is probably going to be like what that was. So kind of, rampage is kind of like NXT. Yeah. And then you've got collision and dynamite that are going to be like Raw SmackDown. Um, but the the. Black Sheep is almost kind of um, Ring of Honor because yeah. that's that's the weird one. It's kind of like it's just there, and it we're getting really excited about it, but then it just took over the product too much on AEW. I think wasn't it? Like everyone yeah. just had a bit of burnout with it. But now that you've got your own show with it, like I could could that not be a well they, its own roster? I don't know. 
depends how they do it. Because they did on neither my a double jeopardy match where it was Claudio versus Phoenix, wasn't it? And whoever won would change their title, their respective titles. That happened on Dynamite. Yeah, so yeah. I expect that could have easily done that in Ring of Honor, but as long as because it's not like they're doing it every week now. I suppose in well, but then again, you've got Claudio, who's a champion that's still on Dynamite because of the the storyline they got at the minute. I think you have to do some stuff on Dynamite to get people to over over to watch Ring of Honor, just because if there's going to be a lot of new Ring of Honor viewers, mm-hmm. the numbers are on Dynamite. So if you kind of, do you know what I mean? So like, if more eyes are on Dynamite, plus I don't know how much it's, it's tricky. I don't, I don't know, know what know, but... what figures uh, Ring of Honor does. I don't even know. Is it on TV? Or is it like well, um, I've not seen any apart from like highlights, but. I don't know if it's like the same as what it was before on a TV. If anybody watching knows, do drop in the comments below. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'd imagine. I'd like, to, I'd like to know if it's competing against um, Impact ratings. Or no, I wouldn't have thought it's competing against any ratings. Because that's one thing. That's one good thing about um, them doing a Saturday show is that it's not unless WWE decides to do Saturday Morning Slam again, <laughs> or what was it called? Um, Sh- uh, show on Saturday night. Shotgun Saturday night. That's yeah. uh, my, that's a Vince Russo thing, isn't it? You're not going to bring that back. Well, bring back Vince Russo. I don't think so. Bring back Vince Russo, the greatest creative mind of all time. I don't know if I need to put disclaimers for when I joke or not. I mean, at one point he was. No, I, I'll stop there. All right. So, if it's collision. Not on a poll. If it's not on a poll, it's not worth booking. Collision. We'll see what that's like. We'll be checking out when it comes out. But uh, Backlash, we'll, go, we'll run through Backlash really quick because we yeah. know, watched it. It was a really good show. We said about the crowd, obviously, Puerto Rico on fire. Yes. And again, similar situation to over in the UK. You know, if, if you don't get it there too much. Um, last PLE in Puerto Rico, they said it was 2005. Was yes. Uh, New Year's Revolution 05, which was... Um, Triple H. It was Triple H, Batista, Orton, Benoit, yeah. Edge... <laughs> I'm not sure Michael was a referee. Hardcore Holly. It probably was. <laughs> Jericho? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Jericho. Yeah. Yes, it was, yeah. And, you okay. had, and, and, and it was it probably more remembered for the fact that the opening match had Eugene injured his knee, and then the next match, oh, Lee injured her knee. But then, apart from that, everything else went fine. Wow. I, yeah, they, they were really on it. They loved it. Yes. And... They brought the opening match to another level. That was probably one of the biggest takeaways for me. I just we'll probably just say what what favourite bits were from it. Uh, yeah, um, that opener. I think we can both agree on. I think the opener is great. We can agree on that, can't yeah. we? Um, Eo Sky and uh, Bianca. Bianca Belair. I forgot her name. Yeah, Eo Sky and Bianca Belair. Bianca. I mean, interesting. That crowd was. I think everyone really does like Bianca because she's fantastic. It feels like, it, but it does feel like every time they're away from America, she gets booed. I don't think people boo Bianca Belair as a person. No, they don't. It's it... just the idea of, like, we're in that long title reign phase where the WWE's updating the records to, with newer stuff. So you've got your Bianca Belair in there, the Usos, Roman, who's gonna, who gets all the heat anyway. Yeah. But it is weird because, you know, Gunther is still... Gunther's over. Gunther's still really over. What's he in the night? 330-odd days as IC champion? Yeah. So it's, I know it's over 300, and the, world, the record's, like... 452 or something stupid like that. 
Let's see him break it. I'd love to see him break it. I don't, he, he's reckless breaking it. It's like any, like any sport or any like um, anything. Records, the records won't be there forever. No. You won't be like the, the most goal scorers or the most assists in a season or like the most get the most points in a one basketball game or whatever. Red Bull can't reign forever. No, but the way things are going, it will. <laughs> Probably. Like, like with, um, Maybe get uh, Mac, book Max Verstappen against Gunter. That's what we need. I'd love to see that. <laughs> but going back to UFC, the amount of times that the, the longest... Like, Anderson Silva's reign as champion was long, but it will get broken eventually. I mean, John Jones got close. There's all... Well, not, was, not every streak comes to an end, though. I think, do you think there'll be another Undertaker's double streak in wait, not in our well not in our lives, I, can't, I, can't, I can't see it but personally we'll see I can see him trying to replicate one at one point because I, I don't see how you can't like if if you go under the you know you go under the idea that WWE is then now forever yeah no you can't not try another streak so you know yeah it prob- you probably could have another streak at some point but it wouldn't be you can't do you can't do well, anything because I mean, they... it's going to take a really long time to build the the, pro- the biggest problem with trying to build a streak is you need somewhere you need you need someone who's going to have that longevity in the company yeah because because you never knew that was going to be taken I mean, they didn't even realize it was a thing until he got to 10 like that's 10 years in well they did mention it i think like in after like six but they did that the same thing with, like edge when he was like before when he was against Undertaker about how he never lost even though i think he did um yeah, but it was. The, but it no, well, Edge, Edge, when it was twenty, his match with Taker, twenty four, twenty four. I think he, said he never lost at many, even though he didn't win Money in the Bank the year before. But then, I think they were going by pinned or yeah. made to tap out, though. But yeah, it was Taker's thing, and remember, like Taker never had the only time Taker had a match that wasn't one on one was nineteen, which I always found found really strange. I, I, I prefer like one on ones and stuff, you know, from like a story aspect, but like. You could have. Could you imagine, like, if you if you hadn't done like Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels, and Taker in a triple threat, and you've got that kind of like could, could take a streak be broken and he's not even pinned, kind of deal, yeah. like as a threat. I don't know. Again, I'm because um, well, te- going back to that main in nineteen, technically he should have lost by DQ because David Jones wasn't in the match, and the referee just let him kick Big Show and A Train. Just saying. Just saying. Even though it's my favorite main all time, come out imagine that. It's, it's a very good WrestleMania, but yeah. it's not the best of all time. We all know well, what the best been, of all time He would have been 11-0 at the time, so imagine that. <laughs> yeah. The streak coming to an end with a DQ, courtesy of Nathan Jones. <laughs> now, the greatest WrestleMania of all time, we all know, is WrestleMania 17. So, you can shake your head, but did you have My Way video hype package for Rock and Austin? Well, they had crack addict. Slightly different though, isn't it? <laughs> Can't get that song on any stream platform. I don't know. That's annoying. Don't know the, only, the, only, the only time you could actually do it was on uh, MySpace back in the day. Oh, MySpace. Wow. What a time to be alive. I wish you can YouTube it, but it's not the same. Is if you've got re- you, you, what? YouTube Premium? What? Well, uh, and as, it's still on the network, actually, isn't it? We don't get the full version. Understandably so. But yeah, really enjoyed that. Bianca Belair and EO Sky was, the, was a big. Big one for me. I really thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um, Bad Bunny and uh, Damien Priest was yeah, fantastic. I really great. enjoyed that. Bad Bunny's he's one of those. It's going to be... Because um... when I was watching this, I was thinking, Bad Bunny, because easier said 
no bump, no bumps. I don't want to take any bumps because I've got a big career ahead of me. But oh, he, he, he took a lot of, he did, a lot yeah. of stuff like he that. He took an hour to the table. He didn't need to do. <laughs> you, you can and, and you can pick some. You can pick certain bits apart and go. Well, is it realistic for? Uh, a non-wrestler to come in and be throwing Damien Priest. I mean, Damien Priest is a big bloke. Yeah. Um, so he's, how big Bud Bunny was, really. He's in good shape, but he? Yeah. Bunny, but I like height as well. You, you can pick a, you can pick those things apart, but I don't know. Sometimes everybody likes different things in wrestling, and that's like, it's, that's one of the best parts about it. There'll be some people it just isn't for them, and that's totally fine. People that love it, brilliant. You know, it's all variety show stuff, and yeah. but I, it's entertaining. And I, and I thought that was entertaining. Tad long, but that's like, that's so, it's really nitpicky. Well, I really enjoyed it. The, the only thing I probably would nitpick is that, and this was nothing against Cody and Brock, but like, I, it didn't need swapping much, them around, yeah, maybe? I think what we said, we said at the time, didn't we, when we did predictions, it was like, there was no, I don't think there was any need for Brock and Cody to be in the main event. Well, there isn't, there isn't, isn't it? Like it's going back to what we said Bad about Bunny. you don't just because you're in your hometown, you don't need the hometown guy to be the main event. No, but you, you, Bro- Cody and Brock is a big money match. The only reason I say about maybe swapping it is in hindsight because of the finish. And I haven't got a problem with the finish, but it felt a little flat, a little flat after the really exciting night that we had. And I think, yeah. and again, that was down to the Puerto Rico crowd for being just, you know, dialed I, up to I, 11. I, the whole I night. still think the best part of that match was before the first dive where Cody just got in and. Be a, be a Brock. <laughs> Brock sold like Brock? anything for him, didn't he? Well, Brock will sell any anything for anyone. Brock's such an underrated bumper. Yes. And so, like Brock's, I I, I do. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this is probably the best Brock since because I really like Brock. When, you know, the next big thing. Yes. But um, and then into kind of like O three. The heel with, turn. With the heel Kurt turn was Kurt Angle. Yeah. And we beat up Zach Gowan like week after week. <laughs> wow. I don't think we get away with that nowadays, but there's a there's a lot you won't see on there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I really enjoy this Brock run, um, and again, for however long it lasts. But yeah, well, the fact we're we're going to have another Brock Lesnar match on a big show. How many times have we said that? Like he's feels like he's been like who did like one or two in a row, then go away for five months. Yeah, well, mind you, I suppose because Saudi Arabia, the the money is there. Yeah, so, then, apart from like um, when he had that long time off after Mania 37 when he came back at the summer Sunday like, next year, I don't think he's missed many Saudi Arabia. I don't think he's missed a Saudi Arabia show at all. No, I don't think he has. There might be one or two. There probably is like one. I think he's, he probably has been. If I think of Brock though at Saudi Arabia, I just, just think him and Roman. <laughs> I've just can't, I've constantly got him and Roman in my head. Well, the cage match. The cage match is, is one. Is it probably only happened one? once, but I think there were so many Brock and Roman matches. It's just. Oh, no, they did another one, didn't they? Was it. I think they did two, Sarah. I think they did one where Heyman uh, threw the belt in the middle of the ring. Uh, I, think that, I think that was Sarah, but was I might be wrong. Like, God, it's all a blur now, isn't it? Well, there's so many of them, but. If anyone watches knows, just pop it in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Educate us, but yeah, that's overall backlash was really fun. I'd say, and we should mention Selena Vega's entrance was good. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was a really nice, wholehearted moment, I yeah. think, with Selena. Um, 
you know. But oh, again, Carlito and we had Carlito. The th- it's, it's difficult because it's yeah. a little while again. It's old news, and um, better reviewers out there have reviewed it. So um, you, you know, go and check theirs out. But yeah, it was it was a fantastic show. Mm. I really enjoyed it, and it is it's another one in WWE's belt at the moment for. Um, Top tier pay well pay per views PLEs. It's always going to be a pay per view. Yeah, it's always a pay-per-view. yeah. You're not going to call. We're not going to say all in. It's going to be a PLE. It's, it's a PPV. PPV. It's always PPV. But yeah. Again, we won't. That's probably it for backlash. Again, it's older news. Yeah. Reviews are out there. You can go and watch everybody else's reviews because they do it far better than we do. Because we're just gonna. I, I, I just I did enjoy it though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But I think it might be time. Fader time? It might be <laughs> Fader time, yeah. Could be. It's time. If there's anything at all down in the comments, we'll give this, we'll open the floor up uh, for probably five, ten minutes. Anybody's got any comments, anybody wants to talk, any any abuse? Yeah. Any, <laughs> anything at all. And then we'll just kind of um, talk been, whatever, really, yeah, in the meantime. Guess, yeah. but, it, but it is time. Whilst, well, if anybody is going to comment, but I'm going to give you this episode edition of fmk so we've yes. got to keep it pg all right because we're yeah because we still haven't got a name for it it's just we, we're gonna go for fmk i'm sure people know what fmk is so can't you know youtube yeah. don't want the youtube please coming down but um we pick three matches so i'm gonna pick three matches and you can play along as well in the comments if you want to you're gonna pick one that you will watch forever Forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. It's not the only one you have to watch forever, but you you know, watch forever. You've got one that you can only watch once, but it is live, and then it's done. That's the the thrill one, you know. So you can imagine which one that is. And you've got one that you will never ever be able to watch again. We were going to call it then now forever, but it yeah, we did, but it really makes sense. It doesn't sense. make sense. So yeah, that's what we got. So this is we'll still call it FMK for now until yeah. anybody's got any better ideas for us. So the three matches. Go on are going to be as followed. You've got Bret Hart versus Owen Hart, WrestleMania 10. Mm-hmm. You've got Daniel Bryan versus MJ... Well, sorry, Brian Danielson. I've done it now as well. Yeah. She did. Brian Danielson versus MJF Ironman match from this year. And you've got CM Punk versus John Cena, Money in the Bank 2011. All very kind of different matches, but I would say... They're kind of must-see matches. If you were going to tell somebody that maybe didn't get in a wrestling, like there's so many matches you can you can give to somebody and say, oh, if you want to get in a wrestling, watch X, Y, Z. Because you know what my go-to was once upon a time when I was trying to get people to watch wrestling? It was always Undertaker Mankind, King of the Ring 98, Hell in a Cell. Uh, see that? Just for the sheer insanity of it, because yeah. people would watch it. And it was mainly the people that would, because, you know, as a wrestling fan, you're always going to get the, Ah, oh, you watch that fake stuff, do you? It's like, yeah, I do, yeah. What do you watch? Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. But do you want to watch this and see how cool it is? And then you see a man get thrown off of a cell and it's like, um, maybe he faked it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one to show. But um, there are three matches I'd, I'd probably give to somebody and just be like, have a look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Um, so watch forever. Brown. Okay. There's not really a right or wrong to this, is there? Watch once the Iron Man. And be there live for it. Yeah. Okay. 
And then obviously... You'd never, ever see Punk and Cena again. No. Core. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll say... No, I don't like that match. I just think it's... Um... That was amazing. When we watched that live, that was... Uh... Incredible. That was a good show as well. It was a very good show. Yeah, very good show. The rest of the card gets a little bit well, it's lost in the in the wind. Yeah, really, because who'd, that, have thought, who'd have thought Mark Henry and Big Show would have been as good as it was back then? Oh, let's go on record, right? Mark Henry Big Show matches in that era were actually really oh, good. Yeah, it was one of the better views that year. Yeah. You honestly, you can, you know, people kind of crap on it a lot, but like I really enjoyed it. The Mark Henry Hall of Pain stuff was really good. Yes. I enjoyed that. Yeah, all right. I'm going to say um, the watch once and then never again, but live in person. I'm going to say Punk and Cena. Okay. Because that Chicago crowd was, and Chicago's always obviously kind of notorious for being like an amazing wrestling crowd. You know, most of the time, like they, they are kind of the, the gold standard almost, yeah. really. Um, I don't know. We're next to New York as well. It depends on it. But I think to be live in, in the crowd for that, that would have been insane. Well, you know who was in that crowd? Cockabana. <laughs> you had to go there, didn't you? Yeah. Can't let it rest. Leave the fans online. <laughs> but yeah, that would have been amazing just to be there in that atmosphere, I think. Um, you know, with everything going on at the time. Obviously, you kind of knew it was work, but it was done so well. And... Yeah, yeah, he was white, white hot. Um, I think forever I'd probably watch. Well, I would forever I'd watch Breton, uh, Owen, and sadly, yeah, I'd, it'd be the Iron Man. I can understand Brian and MJF that I'd, sometimes, I'd sometimes matches that go for a long time you don't want to watch. It's not even that. Like I genuinely, I watched that match back again recently, and I, I genuinely think I don't want to be a bit ahead of it, but I genuinely think it might be my favourite Iron Man match I've ever seen. Genuinely. It's up there. It's really, really good. Because weirdly, I was thinking about this, because we did talk about this um, a couple of months ago, and I was thinking, I, I think my favourite one before probably was, weirdly, um, uh, Lesnar and Angle. Yeah, it's, it's probably the best one since there, uh, because there have been a few armor matches like since that Brock Angle, like uh, Benoit and um, Triple H on Raw, which is okay, but watching it on Raw when it's you got breaks. Obviously like the angle was on SmackDown, but it flowed better, I feel. Mm. And I'm not I'm not I wasn't a big a fan of the Orton Cena one from 09. You remember that one? The Force Gun Anywhere? <sighs> that whole period is a blur though, because it was just Cena Orton forever. Yeah, because this was this was one of those it was a match where if Cena loses he's off Raw, which was <laughs> never gonna happen. But <laughs> Uh, what was it? Uh, I, can't the, I can't remember the show it was. It might have been um, Bragging Rights. No, it was Bragging Rights. Oh, nine. But it was it was just long periods were just like slow. Although it did have a moment we enjoyed because you kind of invented it, the RKO at the um, AA. Yeah, just to make that perfectly clear, that was um, don't try this at home and everybody tries it at home. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> actually, just went into RKO. Was that really hurt my head? <laughs> <laughs> I still remember it now. Damage was done. I tell you. Yeah, you can. Suppose you can remember it. <laughs> just about. All right. So um, you've got a game, haven't you? 
I haven't got anything with me. You didn't even bring it? No. First live episode, you didn't even bring it? No, because I thought you we weren't going to do that. And, uh, I thought it was going to be like a... What gave you that impression? I don't know. I like it. Unbelievable. I just... But it's my turn to give you three matches. Go on, then. Okay. So I will go for... Extreme Elimination Chamber. What? The Extreme Elimination Chamber. What? Extreme Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Which one was that? December, December to December? Yes. You're going to give me bad ones? Yes. I gave you good ones. So, they can't all be good, can they? All right. Negative Nancy. That's one. The Elimination Chamber IC title one from, I think, 2015. What's that? Barrett. Barrett. Mark Henry. I don't really remember. It's the one where the pod breaks. Mark Henry's pod breaks, and then he walks out because he he's not meant to. Oh, okay. I remember that, but I don't really remember the match. Yeah, all right. That then. much. No, you've got to carry on now. Commit to it. You asked for and, this. And the bet. tag team one the same day. The tag team one? Yeah, the new, uh, oh, new day. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, um, I think... I'm going to go rogue. Go on then. To, wa- <laughs> to watch live in person once and then never again, December to December. I don't want to, I'd love to know like, what was that atmosphere like in there? Like, because it was a very small arena as well. It's not like it was a, it was like near 6,000 people there. I think I'd go for that just for, just for punishment. I just want to see if I could handle it. I mean, um, to, be, to give it credit before I say it, there's some good stuff in that match. It's not all bad. It's just that it's put on a bad shot. Yeah, but you can say that about lots of things, isn't it? There's always going to be something that you can find that you like. Yeah. Um, I think Watch Forever, probably the tag one, and uh, Never Again, the IC, which is a real injustice to that one because uh, it should have been December to December, but like I said, it was the, that uh, was punishment. I bet you didn't. I, do you even know who won that match? Which one? The IC title one. I don't remember. Was it Barrett? Uh, Ryback. Oh, it was Ryback. Yeah. Oh, Ryback. Forgot about Ryback. Feed me more. Mm. He's, um, I don't know if he has, well, mind you, I'm quite quiet on social media these days because it gives me a headache. But when I was kind of a bit more uh, active, I think Ryback was, um, he said he, he he said something that upset everybody again. I can't remember what it was. It can't be a Rick but, Steiner type thing, is it? Uh, what you mean? What happened just before the Hall yeah. of Fame? No, I don't think it was that. It wasn't. No, all I know about Ryback is he keeps talk, teasing about returning, but then he did that poll where it's like, "Where should I be? Should I be WWE, AEW, um, like New Japan, or retire?" And I think most of it was retire. He did that a few times. He's done that a few times, and it's still yeah, the same. I think he must know that that's uh, he's going to get those, and he mm. probably does it for. Oh, you've got to give him credit. Like he stayed somewhat relevant, oh. w- despite not being in a wrestler. I mean, because how many matches he, he he wrestled? Where was he wrestled um, last few years? He actually had a match against Colt Cabana. Where was that? I don't remember. That was in the last. Oh, I want to, oh, I it was a couple of years ago. Now I remember. I remember that happening. Five, six. Oh, it might be five, six years because I'm still kind of stuck in 2020. Well, he left WWE in 2016. So I'm going. Yeah, it was oh. after Mania 30. It was like a couple of months after Mania 32. Wow. Okay. So it was probably maybe not long after that then. Yeah, because obviously the I, I it must have been after the Punk Cabana split up. Uh, as in my friends, not as like a couple. 
because obviously Ryback had the probably after their lawsuit. Yeah, because it must have been because law the lawsuit and you had the um Ryback would mention about why Punk left with the knee injuries and that kind of stuff. Mm. Oh Ryback. Well, I guess we'll we'll end it on Ryback. <laughs> no, not? there's no better way of ending. I don't. There's think. no better way of ending it. But yeah. I would say well, before that, Go I was on. a fan of Ryback. I had his shirt in 2012. You had his shirt. Yeah, in Did 2012. Yeah, the Feed Me More. Why? Because I was a fan at the time. I that was the same time. That was the time I bought a lot of shirts. I had the Bad News Barrett. I think I still got that one. I might be wrong. That was alright. That was good. I had the uh, Zack Ryder. The, the um. Yeah, but when Ryder blew up, that was yeah. everybody had that. Punk had a few punk shirts. Mm, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I had a few. I had, a, I had the Chicago um, Money Bank one. Oh, the the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I had a I had a long period of time when I bought a lot of wrestling shirts, and I just do wrestle great to get my wrestling shirts. <laughs> yeah, you can check out our unboxing videos. They'll be somewhere on the channel. Um, but yeah, we'll after well we will say actually in about oh, it's gonna be a few weeks time we'll be at one pw over in uh lincoln main event looks like that's gonna be matt cardona he's just brought him up yeah. but matt cardona versus will Ospreay. so that's gonna be i'll look forward to that that'd be yeah. really good but yeah we'll be over in lincoln for one pw and uh obviously we'll be at all in so yes and maybe at money in the bank but it depends because those, those tickets will go and just by the um Bracket, I'd love to be in a, a super strong 16 progress. Yeah, I might be at Rev Pro the day before as well. Um, the prices are a bit, some of them, I think that's the trouble. It's going to be, it could be a really expensive weekend. Yeah. Um, um, there's but there's a, a lot of wrestling going on. You, that's that's great. There's a local show, Stratford in there, this Saturday that we were looking at. Come with, come with the company. Well, as always, you've got your local promotions. Yeah. yeah. But uh, around in the London area... Progress uh, with Defy, um, Rev Pro. I'm sure there'll be there'll be a lot of others as well. But I think they're they're all going to be. Like ICW is still about, but that's mainly up Scotland way. Well, it's on the day before all in. Oh, is it? What? Oh, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I just I just say I just no I was just saying like ICW is still about like you could go there if you if you could. No, I, mean, I don't think I don't think it's this, I don't think it's the same as it was a few years ago. But you can say the same thing about progress and all the stuff before pandemic. Everything changes and Ash doesn't feel the same. Is that copyright? It might be. Might be. Well, I think that's we, we will end it there now because otherwise it's going to go on a tangent. So, yeah, that's episode live one. I think I, I guess we've done it without a hitch so far. We'll get better. <laughs> need to start a little bit of a set, don't we, really? No, I think it's fine as it is. All right, then. Well, we won't do that, then. So we'll catch you again <laughs> for another episode. Uh, we'll be next week. We'll try and uh, drop these weekly now. Uh, keep your eyes peeled. He's got a review coming out when I finish editing it. Yes. Cool. That way it hurts my brain doing it, but I'll do it. It's not good. I I just said it's not honest. good. Watch the video, but it's not good. Yeah. That'll be coming out soon. Uh, we'll have loads more coming out as well. We just dropped the unboxing videos that were a little bit delayed. <laughs> by a couple yeah. uh, it's not long are... until Night of Champions or Clash of Champions, whatever it's called this time. Yes, so we'll have our predictions coming out for those as well. Um, hey, another comment. Daryl has given us uh, Love Heart Eyes, I think, 
I want to say that's a whale, but it's probably a man and a hand. And I know exactly what I want him to do with that hand. So thanks, Darren. Make, make more riffs. Make more riffs, yeah. Big fat riffs. And solos. Might need, might need a new song next year. The things I want to say to you that I can't because it's PG, and I'm try I've tried so hard this whole video to not blurt them out. This is like customer service face I've put on for this whole thing. The whole thing's a charade. As soon as that camera goes off, I'm going to rip into you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly how you think. <laughs> no, we appreciate everybody coming along. Thanks so much for checking out the uh, the podcast, the video, the uh, sound audio version. Sound audio version will be available on all your streaming devices as well. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can leave five star reviews on there. You should do. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you should. Yeah, do that. Do it. And uh, a like, a subscribe, anything like that. We'll be back again. And until next time, stay safe, look after each other, and we'll see you again soon. Bye. That we got. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Got part of that. You wait till this camera goes off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would end it.